everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 164. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Avalon. And this might be the final episode we'll do because due to the pre-show, I might have inadvertently have killed Ari and Mako. I'm bleeding out of my ears, so thank you for that. My back hurts, but I have drugs, so it'll get better. I'm bleeding out of my ears, and I just want booze. But you gotta admit, that was a good song. You had to admit, that was a good parody. It, it was, was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Not the worst parody I've heard. I was expecting Goofy. <laughs> no, 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 no. What happened was I don't last... even think he would do that to us. Actually, yes, I would. But exactly. Don't say any. Don't say that, Ari. You know that's a lie. <laughs> See, and you... now that I put the idea in his head, oh boy. See, it's just a yeah. Me- just remember, he has more breaks. <laughs> See, you gotta understand. I found. I saw the whole Gooby one, Goofy one earlier this week or last week. And I came across again, same diff, and I posted the Evanescence one on Mako's Facebook. And then she countered with the Ava one, and then Act Dev said, oh, something something about the pre-show. Now, mind you, I had already put one of the parodies in the pre-show, so I'm like, well, fuck, they're expecting that. So I had to do a last-minute change when I got home from work. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to admit that, um... The, the Rita Repulsa one did, did go over pretty well. Yeah, Act F. Most of you were expecting Goofy. It'll happen, I just don't know when. <laughs> oh, you know exactly when it'll happen, and you know it. Actually, no. He still has two breaks. <laughs> yes, I know. End and end show. <laughs> don't give me any idea. Just because it wasn't in the pre-show doesn't mean it won't be on tonight. <laughs> Still waiting on the T four star parodies to come in. You know he's a bastard and he'll just like slip it in when you're not expecting it. Like when he's playing when he's supposed to be playing J Rock and all of that, all of a sudden it's fucking goofy. (laughs) Now now get the Iron Sheik to sing a parody of it. That'll be fun. How about I get Vic Mignogna to sing a parody of it? Get out. I don't want Dick Mangina to be covering anything. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice to know that the Iron Sheik was the lesser of two evils there. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys. I mean, really. I'm I'm gonna lie though. He does do some decent covers, you know. I will say that much. I mean, he did come up with that one song called "Brothers." I mean, from FMA. I mean, you got like I said, like case in point. That sounds like Weird Al. It really does. That's Vic! This is not the Vic Mangina. 
this is not the Vic Mangina program. Can I know, we, you but know, I'm just saying with it? that's Vic. Okay, I mean, despite it all, he does have a pretty good singing voice. But anywho, <laughs> if you say so. Well, I kind of said it too. We are, we are somewhat live tonight, week of. May 13, 2014, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head, also head over to uh, animejamsession.com slash network, and there is an IRC link that will bring you right into the chat. Check-ins are live. Check out the forums. We are on the Vogue Network. Let's hightail shit, okay? Yeah, we got too much shit to talk about, and, you know, you're long-winded. Uh, I know. I get that from Sky. Anywho, actually, I get a lot of this stuff from Sky. Creative licensing. Uh, anywho, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, it was a lot of work over the weekend, but uh, I didn't get a lot of stuff I ordered over the uh, in the mail for the, over the past week or so. Oh. Uh-huh. Got a replacement battery for the laptop, and it has Ooh. this little this little piece on the bottom, and it makes it an additional little stand, so it like raises up a couple inches. That's good. Yeah, it works and uh, charges just fine. And uh, like I said on my personal Facebook, I was still like like ten, fifteen bucks under the free shipping limit for Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I looked at my card, see, huh? Is there anything I can do to uh, close that gap? And I look around and see. This thing called the Steampunk Tarot, which is a deck of tarot cards in the book, all themed with steampunk stuff, and it's uh, got some really nice art in it. It's it's, uh, the artist is a guy named Ali Fell, who did, who was a UK and the animator out of UK who did work on uh, Count Ducula and Danger Mouse from way back in the day. Okay, all really nice. And uh, let's see what else did I get? Oh yeah, I. uh, I pre-ordered a bunch of stuff because, as we all heard, Pokemon Alpha, Sapphire, and Omega Ruby have been announced. And Chaos Emerald. <laughs> that's actually that's actually one of the better versions I've heard of it so of that one so far. You see, because when I uh, when I went in to, to reserve it, I was at this GameStop and I was the only customer in there, and there was only one like frail-looking, quote-unquote, nice guy behind the counter. You can just tell that's the way he acted, and uh. Like talking to him for a little bit, it's like, and I go, okay, can I uh, reserve? Uh, I also reserve Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, and I, I look at the guy and I say, yeah, do you take him reserves for the new Pokemon games? And like, and he says, yeah, well, like, which one do you want? And I go, I'll go with the uh, Alpha Sapphire. It's more fitting of my nature. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get the barb because one of the version, one of the quote-unquote fake versions of. Emerald for the re-release I've seen. It was uh, Rayquaza wearing a fit- wearing a trilby, and it was called Beta Emerald. I'm like, oh. I love and hate my fandom at the same time, and it's because of things like this. It's because of things like that. Other things is a reason why I only wear my trilby for cosplay purposes only. <laughs> but yeah, he. Uh, he kind of looked at me weird because he didn't get it. I'm like, yeah, Alpha, put it, get on my level, son. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, I also pulled eight hours on mother eight hours overtime on Mother's Day because I couldn't stand to be home with these people. <laughs> but yeah, that. that's how uh, that's how my week went. Sounds about right. All right, Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Well, the week started out pretty okay, and then Saturday I was visiting my grandmother and hurt my back. And Sunday. Hmm? What were you doing when it happened? She was doing cartwheels, don't you know? Oh yeah. No, I was just hand. I just handed her something and pulled my back. Um, yeah. So Sunday I went into work and uh, did not help it at all. Yesterday I could barely move, so today I went to the doctor and uh, found out that I. For some somehow I threw my hips out of alignment. One side was pushed forward too much, the other side was pushed back too much. So uh he adjusted that and then basically told me that um I have what is going to be more than likely a chronic problem with my back. Cause the bottom of my spine is curved in too much so yay I have that to look forward to that doesn't sound but, fun yeah. at all no not really no and I would like, say hey. I would say hmm? that was the weirdest bodily harm I've seen for a, something minor like that but in high school I knew a guy who tore his ACL by tripping over a book bag mm. As in tripping, as in he didn't even hit the ground. He just staggered in it like, like his quads. Yeah, out for uh, so, the, he was out for like months. Wow. Yeah. So basically, uh, I have to go back on Thursday. He will readjust anything that needs to be adjusted. Um, hopefully, the swelling will be down and. I will probably be sent for x-rays. And yay, all that good stuff. But yeah, now I'm just trying to get ready for this weekend. Yeah, I hear you on that. I'm still planning things out how things are gonna how things are gonna run with with like travel and all of that. Shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I just wanna go to the convention, except that the outfit that I'm gonna wear is still packed from Zenkai Con <laughs> and has to be washed and my room needs to be cleaned and the house needs to be cleaned all that with a bad back so yay we'll make the cat clean the place up oh yeah <laughs> yeah hey Storm can you get off of my leg and go clean out your own kitty litter please and the cat will look up at you her and flip you off. Yeah, that's pretty. She's just ignoring me, so. Mm -hmm. Well, it could be worse. You could ask the dog to do it. I was very thankful to not have to deal with the dog today. Oh, that's good. Very, very thankful. Alright. And Avalon, how was your week? How was your day? Oh, that's a good question. Um, this week was, um, I mean, it was actually pretty decent. Um, I've managed to 
keep on my little gym regimen, so I'm pretty proud of myself. And uh, on Mother's Day, usually, uh, okay, I don't have that good of a relationship with my mother because she's insane. Um, I will drink oh, to yeah. that. Both. I, I'll drink to that, okay? Shots yeah. around. But um, anyway, what happened was, uh, turns out my grandmother had to take a trip to the hospital on Mother's Day. Ooh. So she's okay, but her COPD like gives her a whole bunch of complications. So she kind of has to like struggle against that. My grandmother is a very tiny, very frail woman. So it kind of it takes a beating on her, and it's been taking a beating on her for seven years now. Mm. But um, she ended up being okay. She was released that same day, and she was all right. But my mom was stressing out, so I figured, you know what, I'm going to make my mom dinner and uh we're gonna watch a movie so i made her shrimp scampi and we sat down and watched frozen together and for i think five minutes up until the point where you realize that hans is a total dick i was just staring at my mom thinking it's coming up soon it's coming up soon it's coming up soon and then when it finally did i just saw her face fall and she just went that bastard <laughs> <laughs> I, th that was my reaction. I fell off my seat. I was rolling around on the floor laughing. But other than that, um, my day, it was, eh, it was all right. I'm dealing with, for some reason, this week is the week of the sexist, misogynistic, self, uh, self-entitled customer at my shop. And for those of you that I haven't, that haven't been told already from past podcasts, uh, I work at a porn shop. So. I deal with misogyny and really creepy guys on a weekly basis. Not a week goes by where I don't deal with at least five creeps. Oh. But this week, it's just been getting absolutely ridiculous, and I want to put all of them through a fucking wall. You should hire a security detail to put them through the wall for you. Hint, hint. <laughs> nah. Quack. Oh, 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 okay, okay. See, I you, got you. You, you can't, you can't. That's not gonna work because Avalon has like a shiv on underneath her shirt that she carries at any given time, and it kind of whips out like how Spider-Man throws out the web slinging. It's like that. <laughs> so she throws it like a ninja throws kunai. Pretty much, and unlike the kunai, the shiv comes back. <laughs> hmm mean to cut you off as you were saying my dear uh i mean well other than that um things have been right by the way um i don't have a shiv i've got a steel louisville slugger a box cutter and a thing of pepper spray so i'm all and right a scissor blade made out of insulation foam Shh, why'd you have to go ruin it oh come on what? if that was made out of metal that is the lumpiest like least polished and uh, friggin' sanded piece of metal ever, and yeah. Mm, all right. So it'll be more merciful to stab him with something rusted through. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> you talk about giving me ideas. See what you did? <laughs> See? All right, Robin, you go next so that oh. I can sit here and plot. <laughs> okay. Just remember, when you're done plotting, give me at least 24-hour notice so I can pull the hard drives, pack my consoles, and bounce. Okay? Got it. Thank you. 
Alright, my weekend day has been pretty good. I can't complain, uh, except for the usual crap at work where, you know, you got that one person who tries to be in charge of everybody else when you're all the same um, rank insignia. But, you know, we're continuing to give himself enough rope so he can hang himself, so I see that happening soon, but knowing me, it's like, I can't wait anymore. I just want to kind of help it along by kind of, kind of like, Nudging him so he falls, you know? Um, as for my Mother's Day, it's... I usually do the same thing as I've done for the last several years. Because for those who don't know, my mother passed about... Eh, about nine, be nine years in July. So I made my little post and stuff like that. And... Sorry, dude. It's cool, it's cool. And it kind of hit a little bit hard tonight because I was watching NCIS and... And they did the dedication to Ralph Wade, who plays um, Lee, uh, Gibbs' father. So I was like, wow, this is just a little bit too hard. But I fought on. <laughs> and I finally picked up my PlayStation 3 out of, out of the repair shop. I grabbed it on Saturday. And I popped in um, X2 just to watch the opening for real emotion. And did you marathon Ranma? No, I watched two, three episodes on Sunday because I have a lot of stuff to catch up on. I'm hoping to finish the first disc by the end of the week. This weekend, I do have MCon out in Long Island and CloverCon that Sunday. Luckily, um, MCon's only from 10 to 5, so I can get, I can make it back and forth. And I went in and started cleaning up stuff around my house and. I almost threw out my award-winning term paper I wrote for one of my classes. And the only reason why I'm holding on to it is because I think this is one of the greatest things I've ever written in my entire life. Oh? What yeah. was it about? Um, we had to write a technology term paper. I think I think this is not the rough copy. I went back and re-edited it. I, got like, I walked away with a... No, this is the final one. I think I got... Yeah, I got an 87 on it. My technology was the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> trust me. Nice. Trust me. It was not hard for me to find the resources I need since we could use uh, websites. So, Honestly, that sounds like something I could do, I would do. Yeah, if you ever want to read it, I'll gladly send it to you. It was, it was pretty good. Funny thing is when she said well, how we could do it, I already started planning it out for like, like two and a half months how this was going to come down. And I just sat there the weekend before it was due and just wrote it out in one fall swoop. While playing chiptunes. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, yeah. And right now in the chat room, they're talking about uh, soccer. And for the last couple of days, they've had the, um, they've had the soccer games on at work. Because the company I work for sponsors one of the football clubs, and well, of course they're gonna want their valued employees to watch the game. Luckily for us, where we we're in a little office where we don't have TV access unless um, we run DLC and tap into the stream, and we don't do that unless we really feel like it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's look. That at and they're gearing up for the world for the World Cup coming in a couple months. Oh, yeah. Isn't it in Brazil this year? Yep. And it's just what Brazil needed, a free trip to the uh, elimination round. 
Zing. Wow. Shots fired. I was talking about, I was saying that because Brazil is always such a strong contender and uh, and the host team for the World Cup gets a free pass right to the uh, elimination round. That's okay. This is what will happen. Brazil will lose in the cup, but they'll end up walking over first place in World Cosplay Summit like they always do. <laughs> God damn it, Brazil. Yeah, yeah we can kick, we can kind of kick your ass in soccer, but our cosplays kick ass. Yes, yes, it does. It does. You know, fuck them. I still can't believe they're starting the 2015 prelims and the 2014 season isn't over yet. I know. And it's happening at anime. Like, it's going to happen at anime next. I'm only going for a day and I'm not even bringing my best and just. <sighs> you know what? You just pack a cosplay and just roll and you have a good fucking time, you know? Shit. Yeah, I'm just I'm going an ace because that's my like one of my easiest ones. You know what? S- seriously, if they really want to get me more interested in the WCS, that shit's gotta be more like a competition. Give the winners belts and trophies and shit. I mean, come on. I like a belt. You just like to use the belt as a weapon. No, I don't care about any of those contests anymore. It's all it's just too much damn drama. Mm, well. Yeah, she's got a point. Yeah. It's, it's pro- like, oh, their costumes were great, but you know what? Their their acting skills sucked, so they don't get to go through. What about Spain? Like, oh, well, their acting was great, but their costumes suck, so they don't get to go through. What about Spain? Hey-oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> all shade. I mean, that's it. You You have to go as a pair. You have to be the whole entire package, and it's nothing but... I. I hate to say this, but most of it is a popularity contest. Yes, which is why I'll pay top dollar if anyone can get a yes chant going at the finals for USA. <laughs> Alright, anywho, we, we have a lot in store for tonight. Um, our livers have, have survived Nauticon, so me and Ari are going to talk about that. Um, and if we have time, we have some more discussions about some anime that's coming to the States. The open forum topic, some potpourri, and news from Japan. Alright, so I think I'm going to grab my coffee, pour that out, pour it up, sit here and drink it while we get this, um, while we get things going. So, let's see, is this where it's supposed to be? Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so we're going to take a break and we'll be back. Brace for impact.
If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOGNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out The Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash Otaku. All right, so before we get into uh, tonight's episode, a uh, couple of things that, that came up that, was, that kind of popped in my head, you know. First thing, this is what I realized when me and Ari were going up to Nordicons, that doesn't matter how much shit you give Walmart for their practices, you sure as fuck can fill up your con hotel with snacks, drinks, and everything that'll last you three days for under ten bucks. Yeah, we filled up one of the the bottom drawer of the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the armoire or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. The, the Bureau. That, that's the word. I don't know what the hell that word escaped me. Ramen and, and the granola bars at the end of the weekend. We were divvying shit up to take back, you know. You take this, you take that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. And something else that um, Avalon had mentioned earlier, you know, she was saying something along the lines of how... I'm. I mentioned this. This person comments, and you realize this person's friends with A, B, and C. B is friends with D, E, and F. F is friends with A, C, and B. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's like I've always said. No matter, the cosplay community is so big, yet it's so small at the same time. And I remember how for a while the running joke within my uh, group it was six degrees of me because one way or another. No matter how it's like, no matter how high up the uh, cosplay community you are, somehow it's you gonna, know them. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah, because I'm just like sitting here going like, okay, uh, scrolling through uh, Facebook, scrolly, 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 and then mm-hmm. like two photographers that worked with are having sushi together. I'm just like, what? The, what the fuck? Like you two know each other? And then I scroll down, and it's this photographer and this cosplayer. I'm just like, okay, why is everybody like, what the fuck? Why is everybody together? Why does everyone know one another? Like, why aren't we all hanging out? What the fuck, guys? What the fuck? I know. And it's kind of and it's kind of interesting yet sad at the same time is that we're like we're so tightly knit and we're like right near each other. But we'll travel six hours out of our way to go to a convention and hang out. Meanwhile, no one wants to travel like the 45 minutes to hang out with somebody. It does happen, but not as often as it should. I know, I'm so lonely. <laughs> well, yeah, but a convention you have to plan for. You mm-hmm. take off, you know, specifically for that. And, you know, day-to-day stuff, it's like, all right, I, I work retail. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody like Ari works, you know, every three weekends mm-hmm. and only has every third every like third weekend off 
where you have the weekends off. So the only time you can get together is on the weekends. And we're just like uh, working, working, working. Yeah, so, I she mean, does have yeah, a point. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Real life sucks. That's why Mostly. everybody's like, oh, well, yeah, but I mean, you plan to go, you plan to have off for Nauticon. So yep. you were able to go to Nauticon. I plan to have off for PAX and I plan to have off for ZenkaiCon. Mm-hmm. And because I had those two weekends off, I couldn't then say, hey, I'm going to take this weekend off too. True. But it's all, same thing I've said before. Like I always, used, I used to have like barbecues at my house, and I would get a couple of people like, "Can I bring my cosplay?" I'm like, "Why would you want to bring your cosplay?" Fine, whatever. I would have, I would invite maybe 400 local people. 20 people would show up. I guarantee you, if I said it was a cosplay barbecue, 100 people would show up. They will find a way to make the time, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's weird. Mm. But then that goes back to the whole cosplay drama and everybody just wanting to, you know, be out there and preen. Yeah. But that's why, you know, I don't have, like, these cosplay-based events because I have friends that are computer geeks, gaming nerds, cosplayers, people who do this and do that. I just, like, And I just invite everybody. You know, we sit together, we got different geek nerd cultures, and we just break bread together and have a good time while enjoying my tasty um, bacon-wrapped um, steaks on the grill. Oh, shut up. I'm on a diet. Knock that shit off. <laughs> oh, oh, so, you, so, you train, so you're um, so you're training now for Q-By-T-C in September. For what? Oh, you didn't get the invite of the yearly anime jam? No, I, 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 I sent her the yep. invite. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing! Yup. Yeah, it's we're doing Cuba the Sea and Festival of this Festival of the Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, we'll yeah. be going to yeah we'll be going to Point Pleasant first so that everybody can get seafood since that ends early, and then we'll be heading over to Seaside and uh, doing barbecue and walking the boardwalk and just having fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, well uh, then, in response to your question, um, no, I'm not training for that. I am working out so that when I do Life Fiber Sync Ryuko, I have a flat stomach and nicer legs, and right now I'm just kind of meh. Mm. Just one thing, Avalon, you are not allowed to steal the roasting pig. Roasting that's pig? A, that's DJ's job. Yes. Every year there's one display. They have a giant pig out on display that they roast. Um, you're not my supervisor. Oh, I tried. I tried. Yeah, that one year that we, that one year that we passed by and he was giving everybody uh, samples. Yep. I was like, wow, that was really yummy. Yep, samples of the meat and the skin. It was so good. Uh huh. Yep. I'm good. I might have to. I I this is would be the part where I would send Avalon a picture of it, but I would probably wake up and find her over my bed with a switchblade to my neck. No, she can look on my Facebook for them though. I probably because I've got the I've got, I've got yeah I've got the pictures for the last what two years three years. Yeah, I got them up there too. That's one thing I'm saying. The fact that I sent the picture to her phone. No, because oh, yeah, here's would, the thing, Rama. I, be I need lesser reasons to find you with a switchblade and hold it to your neck. But also, um, now that you have mentioned it, you'll probably be expecting it. So I wouldn't do that. I would just do something you wouldn't expect, and it would be worse. 
She's got to step her game up. Yes. This is another one of the reasons why she's on our team. <laughs> yup. Okay, all right, all right. Let, let's go ahead and talk about Nauticons, a.k.a. Uh, Dragon Con Jr., a.k.a. Booze Con, a.k.a. 21 Plus Only, a.k.a. Rerun This Hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so upset that I didn't get to go with you guys, yes. and that's mainly because they changed the weekend of when it was happening. Well, next year, it's the following weekend when Provincetown opens up. Because it because this year it was hard to find food at night. Not well, so I mean, we it's, just it's, could have gotten there earlier. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's mainly because you know it was a bad weekend last year because it was the weekend before or the weekend after Q by the Sea, and I couldn't take off two weekends in a row. And this year I had PAX and then a weekend off and then I had Zenkai Con and then that was the next weekend and I couldn't take it off. Mm, I know, I So know. it's just falling on really bad weekends. Well, now you know the weekends of of uh, Zenkai, PAX, and this one. I think you might be able to make it easier. We'll see. Well, yeah, because I don't think... I think they're all in different months, too. Yes. March... And May. I thought it was March, April, and May. No, no. Pax is um first weekend of March. Zenkai is the last weekend of March, and uh, Nauticons is uh second weekend of May. Okay, then yeah, that does work. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, now this is our second trek up there. So I miscalculated the time for us to get up there. Because I told Ari, you know, just show up at my house around 9-ish, you know, around 10, because I will have everything ready. I overslept by an hour, got up, did my laundry. My stuff was drying. I get a text from him. I'm outside. I'm like, I'm up the street. Fuck. So, you know, I run back. I pack everything together because I knew exactly what I needed. So that was there. So we swing by... The, uh, the laundromat, grab what I need, we deposit cash, grab coffee, and we go. See, I'm thinking it's going to take us about four, four and a half hours to get up there. I mean, with, nope. um, you know, with, with break. Nope. At least six, yes. six and a half. Mm-hmm. It was that more seven awful. for us because we had a couple stops to make. Yeah. We had to stop into one of these small little hick towns in, I think, Rhode Island for some booze. Of course, if we had noon or remembered that there was a uh, out, there was an alcohol shop in town that we could have just walked to, then uh, that would have saved the bit. But yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, I forgot. About, I totally <clears throat> forgot about that too. Yeah, and one of the uh, little bridges was being worked on, and it was the only it was the only place to get by for a big chunk of town. So I ended up combing through this little Rhode Island town trying to find a way to get back to the highway. Mm. Now, <clears throat> now where Yoma, what am I saying? Where Nauticons is, it's Provincetown, Massachusetts. For those the very who, ass end of Cape Cod, like yes. the literal last town on the Cape. Mm-hmm. You're going to drive all the way till you see a hotel and water. If that's all you see, you've found your destination. <laughs> that's all. Pretty much. Jesus. I mean, there's some local shops and all, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a, 
like, like I said, local, independently owned, homemade stuff. It's good, mostly yes. good. And it's you... also a, uh, it's also a very gay-friendly town. So when you see a lot of rainbow flags, that's saying you're which close me, to. Which means when when Mako Chan goes and if Avalon goes, we have to keep them on leashes. Why? Why, pretty gay men? A whole lot. Fuck! You know if I go, the only thing I'm cosplaying as the entire weekend is a fruit fly, right? Yes, we know that. <laughs> I can, can see... you really just say... Oh, God damn it! See, I, I see this... I now. have... No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I have a fruit fly costume. I have a yellow and orange wig that is just, you know, crazy and out there. I have... Um, butterfly wings and at one point I did have a tutu I don't know if I still have the tutu <laughs> I wouldn't oh, stop Maka. you I would just walk a couple steps behind you and just let whatever happened happened well it's going to be like this you're going to have Mako with a sign that says fruit fly one Avalon with a sign that says fruit fly two no, no? it'd be a sign that says bet you five bucks I can turn you straight oh <laughs> shots fired <laughs> Well, n- not, that, not that I have anything against, like, gay people, because I don't. I'm pansexual myself. It's mm-hmm. more just, if you're pretty, I'm going to flirt with you. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, but gay guys, if you have boobs, they're going to flirt with you anyway, so it yep. doesn't matter. I know. Oh, man, I'm flat-chested. Anime problems. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho... So we get there by seven, uh, by six thirty. We check in, and I rush over to record opening ceremonies. I missed like the first few minutes of it, but it was pretty good. Oh, by the way, um, every Saturday night there's a drag queen show at the con. And even better, there was a there was some modeling for a a later show. I don't know if you saw it, DJ. I probably did not see it. I think it was one of the things you had me record. Oh right, 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 right. I got I forgot what they was. I have to go back. And there was like check. modeling and like, like the person that were doing it was like oh, making the, them act like models and stuff like. Oh, the cosplay know. event. It was like the cosplay event. We'll we'll talk we'll talk about it when we get to that. Um, so Friday we get there, check in, record some stuff, and first now this this is one of those conventions where in the in the in the brochure in the con bo- brochure they tell you the locations of the room parties because we awesome. because two thirds of the hotel is in the party block while the other third is divided up between quote unquote quiet rooms and mm-hmm. the artist colony yes and that that same uh vendor who who we, at, we saw last year when we got the uh Mugs with the Sailor Senshi frosting on them. Yeah, Decky's decoys, dork decor. Yeah, I love those people. I love them. I went back there this weekend and got a shot glass room. It was the, uh, I because I was walking by and I saw that they had the, the various colors of uh, magic, Mm -hmm. the mana symbols on on glass. I'm like, I'm like, ooh, you have my attention now. I walked in, like, chat up the guy a little bit. I I said, okay, I saw the magic mana symbols out there. Uh, I don't suppose you have the guild symbols, you know, from the Ravnica plane. Do you have them? And I didn't think you would have it, so mm. I was just like looking looking at the display case when I asked him the question, and I just look over and and as I'm asking, he's like tearing through boxes finding them for me. I'm like, 
oh wow, wasn't expecting this. And so yeah, he pulls out a little. <clears throat> the one I want is the uh, Boro skill, which is uh, if you play Magic, it's the red and white two color guild. It's the uh, mm -hmm. fist that looks like has a sun behind it. Yeah, I got that one. That's pretty. And so nice. I was very happy to get that. Like wee. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, plus, like, I was, you know, putzing around there later on, in, like, during the weekend, uh, drinking, playing cards against humanity with random people. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, see, well, the, the parties start pretty early, so it's, like, about 9 o'clock, the parties begin, and then by 10, 11, it's, boom, it, it's, it, it goes nuts. Now, last year, Barfleet was running both parties, and being at both There were three parties this year, I saw. Yeah, but... The Kill a Kill My Liver party. Yes. And the Bastion of Broden party, which I didn't go to. I didn't check that one out either. It was very much a, a Lost Vikings-themed party. Oh, okay. And, of course, Barfleet on Saturday night. Yeah, there was a, there was also an unofficial Barfleet uh, party Friday night for those who are part of Barfleet. So I, I joined up, and I got my official... um. My official dog tags. They give out dog tags? Yes. When you join Barfleet. I am on the UBS Shameless. <laughs> and Fitting. Yeah, and it says here, shamelessly going where the tactical dare not tread. The UBS Shameless. <laughs> and everybody has a nickname. Um, Like the captain is Bad Check, but it's kind of spelled kind of fancy, you know. And the, we have Chop Block and a few others. And we were told um, you have to come up with a name or we will come up with one. And if we come up with one, you can't change it. it that's it. So I found the perfect name for myself. Oh, boy. I oh, am. Here we go. <laughs> Can I get a drum roll, please? Thank you. I am Ensign Teoken Negro of the UBS Shameless. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> come back. Come back. Were you uh, uh, were you surprised by his choice of nickname at all? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. The funny thing is when the captain announced it, he's like, we didn't come up with this, did we? And I was like, no, that was my idea, sir. He's probably like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yes, actually, he was. Oh. <laughs> but um, and then I went back to the party, and we partied it up, and there was this big tub of jello shots that was cut like bars. Yeah, because... Uh yeah, it was like one of those big Tupperware containers, mm -hmm. and uh, she just—what well, I mean, it was good on her for doing it. Like she like cut into it so that what she thought were squares, but when she emptied them out, she's like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I uh, only cut them in two dimensions, so mm. they're like uh, shards, like about a little bit bigger than your finger, and uh, soaked in alcohol." Yes. And I had like five or six of them. Those things were good. I had one, and I just found it funny that they, like, right after they started cutting it, they slapped a label on the on the side of the container that said they wrote life fibers on it. It looked like yes. mono crystals. <laughs> and then there was the then there was the mixed drinks. It was 
there was two there was two large uh, Gatorade tanks of booze. One was called uh, Senkets. The other one was called Junkets. As they said, the Senkets will get you fucked up quicker. The Junkets will slowly get you fucked up, but it's a lot tastier. And if I'm not mistaken, it's Pepsi, uh, Dr. Pepper, and six different flavors of rum. Six? Why six? I don't know. Well, then you, you probably didn't think there were that many flavors of rum, period, huh? Well, oh, I'm Puerto Rican, bitch. I know my rum. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, then again, it was made I by... I with people who were pretty ignorant about alcohol. Just, they didn't know what brand of just like the types of rum, tequila, vodka, you know, that sort of stuff. True that. But I tell you what, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not surprised because they did say it was made by Captain Jack Sparrow. Speaking of which, they, uh... That's where the run went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, the uh, Captain Fabulous turned out to be a hit. That's good. And tell everyone what Captain Fabulous is. Captain Morgan Rum, well, it doesn't have to be Captain mm-hmm. Morgan, but the for the joke to pass, it has to be something Captain. Captain Morgan and Fruit Punch Soda. Yep. Captain on the bridge! <laughs> oh, God. I haven't mm-hmm. tried it with the new white rum, but, uh, it's something to look forward to. Fair enough. And also had this big, uh, what looked like an old, uh, like, moonshine jug full of, a uh, random, like, leave-over alcohols, which was called McCoy's Tonic or something like that. That was, uh, the mystery box of alcohols. Mm. You drank it, and you're like, it, like, tasted different every time, but the only thing each glass had in common is that it fucked you up. Yes. So it's kind of like fishbowl effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. It's like that giant volcano drink me and Mako had at uh, Zenkai. That was so good. Shit was strong as fuck. That shit was so good. Yes. And if you go to the chat room at uh, live.vognetwork.com, Candy Jim is on Avalon's side. She goes, ah, Puerto Rican, same here. Hola. (laughs) (laughs) My parents are Central and Northern European. They're white as fuck. That sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) <laughs> Mine came off a slow boat from Africa. I'm not commenting. <laughs> oh, wait, let's tell them about the torpedo. Oh, no, 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 no. Save that for Saturday when the bar fleet party happened. So, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The, so the party was really good because I ended up mingling and hanging out to about two-ish and I ended up running into pe- meeting with people who, were, who knew my neck of the woods where I grew up. So, And then that was it. Saturday morning, I was actually up in time to catch breakfast, which is a first. Yeah, the the continental breakfast for what you know for a little motel in the middle of nowhere, considerably is a uh, actually really good. The only problem I had was with the waffles that they had. They had the, yeah the waffle makers. They had the waffle batter and all that. But number one, the first one I didn't put enough in because I thought okay, you're only supposed to put the little cup, fill the little cup three quarters a little way because you know it, it would boil over and. Sp- and splatter all over the iron and look messy. Right. I did that first of all, the first time. The waffle I had was two-thirds of the way solidified and just a skeletal little... Just the batter had formed the, the skeleton of the ridges in mm-hmm. the waffle iron. So I'm like, oh, God damn it, I can't eat this. So I put this... So I threw that one out, got a second one going, put... It was very heavy-handed with the batter. And I ate it, and parts of it were crunchy, but the inside of it still felt uncooked. Ooh. I like uncooked batter, though. 
yeah, like like what like waffle batter, like when it's being mixed, yeah, that's fine. But when it's only like partially cooked, when it's in between two v- rather cooked parts, yeah, that's what. Oh I was, yeah, yeah, that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if people were drinking that early in the morning, someone would have esconded with the waffle batter mix and tried to make drinks with it. <laughs> what? I, I know more than a few people who would try to mix waffle batter with some co- form of alcohol. I call this one the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. I, 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 I wouldn't have walked away with it, but I probably would have put bourbon into the batter itself. And bacon. They didn't have bacon. Well, that's a given. They didn't I, have... I whoa, put... they didn't have bacon? It was a continental breakfast. What? Hey, but hey, what do you mm-hmm. want for nothing? Bacon, that's what I want. That's, yeah, there was no bacon, but other than that, it was pretty good for what you got. So. Well, I don't care. There was no bacon, so therefore, terrible. Well, that's terrible. Means next year, we'll have to bring our own. Yes. There you go. I'll Pre- bring a hot plate with me. There you go. No, uh, just bring bring, bring it pre cooked, and then all you have to do is when you're making waffles, stick it in the waffle maker, and it'll actually you know go over the the waffle batter will go over the bacon, so you have bacon stuffed waffles. Mm. That's actually pretty genius. Yeah, it is. Let's see. All right. They had other mm-hmm. panels there where you could, uh, you know, explore the town or in the areas around it. Uh, one of them was this thing called tea dancing at the boat slip. Yeah. I didn't, did you I check that out? It, no, I didn't go to it. But I apparently didn't go to it goes back like hundreds of years or something like that. Yeah, and they had like an early morning like hike around the town because some people wanted to do stuff in the morning because the way it is, they had all the panels in the afternoons. That way everybody had time to sleep off the uh, their hangover. and stuff. Yes. Which is seriously awesome. Mm. So, you know, I got up and started walking around taking pictures and hanging out and, like, update. And, I mean, what I like is that it's like a resort-type setup. You know, I just sit there, do what I got to do. Um, that was good. There, There's, like, a giant puzzle, like, in the main area where you can just sit there and just start working on it. They have, like, a giant... Uh, co- not a coloring book, but a giant piece of paper that you can just color in with... um with markers and stuff, which is pretty cool. It was as big as a table, and from what I understood, they actually finished the one of it this time. Uh, yeah, I so, think I saw that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty trippy looking. Mm. Oh, let's see. And then the, the cosplay event. Um, they, um, The guy who was running at Ebro, he wanted me to enter because he only gotten like two entries, but it jumped up to about close to ten. Wow. Maybe I should join it next year. Who knows? Yeah, it was pretty much you get up on stage, you talk about your cosplay, you do the catwalk, you dance a little, you twerk, and that's it. Not necessarily in that order. Yeah, I'm like, I And uh, the good thing was, like, there was, like, three or four winners, and all of them got free passes to next year. Yeah, the the male Pinkie Pie did win. Uh-huh. It, there was a full MLP main six uh, group cosplay there, which was pretty cool. Ooh, yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here it is. The yeah. Cosplay Vogue competition. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I have the schedule in front of me because they're not on a guidebook yet. No, I don't think that someone, this is going to be on guidebook. No, I don't. I doubt it. I don't even think you need a guidebook for something like this. Yeah, it's a double-sided double piece of paper with yeah. the schedule. 
And there, there was mead tastings as well, which was pretty cool. I didn't check those out because I didn't have the money for that. But there was, but um, Voltaire was live in concert with the, with the drag queen show, which was pretty cool. I, That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't check that out because I was since I was part of Barfly, I had to help set up for the party that night. And I wanted to try that full size battle shots game. I really did. Yeah. Did they have that there? They yes. had a full size one. Yeah. All, like cut from what looked like a wood case, like little holes to put the cups in. Because ah. I know Makachan has a little version of that, but it's only like six by five, and only like the biggest ship is like only three three wide. That's not mine. Oh, it isn't. I think that's S A J's. Yeah. Not bad. But yeah, because I remember playing with the uh, smaller version last year in my Ash cosplay, and mm-hmm. I smoked everyone. Yeah. That was also the year that they were they were doing a showing old television show openings or well, cartoon openings and passing out jello shots and singing along to them. I actually have to I have to post those online. Um, and the guy running it actually got wasted on the jello shots mid panel. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Interactivity, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we were supposed to do a drunken podcast, but they didn't think we were up for it. I'm like, yeah, we are. I mean, but that's know. because when I contacted them, I didn't have the money to get a pass right. then and there, so I just thought, eh, they're not coming. Yeah, but How um, about next year we can. Next year we'll uh, put in a lot more advance notice, get the tickets earlier, and actually get in the schedule. Hell yeah! Now and la- have the whole crew there. Yes. Oh yes. Definitely. And last year, they uh, Foam Brain Games was there, and they had like their uh, tabletop room. They weren't there this year, but you could grab your tabletop stuff and find people to play with, which was pretty cool. Yeah, there was a stack of board games off to the side in one of the uh, event rooms. I think the one with, that doubled as a uh, as a dining hall because mm-hmm. they're all in the bar. Yeah, and don't forget they also had the old original Monopoly board game. Yeah, that's what we were playing. Yeah. If it's not Pokemon Monopoly or My Little Pony Monopoly, I don't care. It's like a version from like the mid seventies or something. Oh wait, so retro retro? Yes. Yeah. Parker. Ooh. I mean Parker Dark, Brothers. Dark, yeah, dark purple. Yeah, Parker Brothers logos on it. Um. Yeah, only, like pay ten percent or two hundred dollars for income tax, that sort of thing. Oh damn. And then yeah, then um. There was one, there was a geeky kink panel that was going on. I stuck around for a few minutes of that. Then I left because I'm like, I love how you said geeky kink. I went up to go and check my phone, and I just sat right back down. <laughs> yeah, I was there for it too, but they looked like they were starting to explain stuff, but they get sidetracked by their own personal anecdotes. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, how is it geeky kink? Like. Yeah, they, they didn't really get that far. It's it like, like a geek's guide to kink. They started explaining like what the different terms were. That's and that's when I left. I'm like, oh wait, this is an intro panel. I'm out. <laughs> but the sidetrack for a step. There is a convention called the Geeky Kink Event that they have up, and I think they moved it up to the New England area. So there you go. Oh. Right back on. So. Let's see what else. What else did we do? Most of the time, the Barfleet party on Saturday yeah, night. But before we get to that, now I was walking around as Doctor Luigi, and everyone loved it because I was doing the voice because Luigi's number one. But anywho, what was also a ki- was a killer thing that I was walking around with my Nintendo eight bit flask. 
and people looked at it like, is is that real? And I'm just popping it open and I'm like drinking from it. I'm like, you tell me. People loved it. Oh, they were they were cheering all over for it. Yes. And yeah, I, I went searching when you posted that. Yeah. And of course, the one I want is uh, sold out. Which one did you want? Metal beer. <laughs> Metal beer. The... Metal beer. Metal beer. I got Legend of Drink. <laughs> the only problem is that it didn't come in a gold, gold uh, cartridge. Just the uh, gray one, which is okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a, I have a cartridge that looks like an old. A flash that looks like an old NES game. Yes. And mine says Super Bar Hub Brothers. <laughs> so here's something funny as I'm Hello? Uh, sorry about that. I accidentally stepped on the cord and it pulled in pulled the headset out. But anyhow. So one of the cool things that was going on was as I'm walking around taking pictures, I you know, I walk through the bar and I see a couple people that I know evidently there was some type of uh, party or baby shower or bridal shower going on or something like that and they see me dressed as a, doc as a doctor and they call me in next thing you know I'm taking I'm, I'm in the middle of taking selfies with a bunch of drunken middle aged women <laughs> I had a Noticon that went out like that once but oh, I wasn't yeah? in cosplay <laughs> And a couple of them were like, he looks just like the doctor that delivered your baby. And I was like, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> and see, one thing about Nordicons is they have all the, they have panels listed. So a few people will show up, but it's not a big deal. But it's like very laid back, relaxed type, you know. But, but then, you know, around later that evening when he gets towards like the evening where the parties are starting to get together and that's when we had the bar fleet party and we had to assemble the bar evidently it seems that every ship has an, has a bar that assembles in three parts each piece of the bar from each ship can be constructed together to form an ultimate um bridge and I'll form the head <laughs> and um Avalon did, did you see a couple of the pictures I had posted um, actually, I didn't. Yes, um, I posted a couple of pictures on my Facebook of, of all the alcohol. Um, there was... Someone let the dog Are you out. whimpering? I, you, he said the A word, and I realized I'm out. What do you mean? My house, for the first time in years, is dry. <gasps> oh my god, I don't know what to say. This is this I'm sorry. is no no. This is what we're going to do. We're we're going to temporarily suspend the podcast. Mako, get in the car, drive up there, take the, take the company card, get get her some booze. Ari, go to the store, get some bacon, bring it up there. I'll be I'm hopping on the train right now. I'm bringing mixers. We're gonna fix this shit asap. You're a good friend, Rana. You can count on me, Mon Capitan. Aye. No. Say what? I said no. Look here, Grumpy Cat. Not right now. <laughs> That's okay. We'll tie too much pain. Well, we'll just tie it. Uh, no, I'm too damn stoned right now to be able to do it. Fine. Uh... Maybe once, maybe once the pain meds are you know out of my system. Fine. Marco, I know your feels. You take it easy. 
<laughs> Fine. Ari will pick up the bacon, drive to your house, throw you in the back seat, tie you down to the stretcher, and then we'll go from there. See, now that works. <laughs> Why do I have to be tied down? No. no he's going to pick me up. Oh. Yeah. He's gonna I was going to say, why to... are you tying me down? No, he's going to pass me to get to you anyway. Yes. So I don't have to drive. Mm-hmm. This still well, works. Maybe in the, maybe in the what's tying you down. I don't know. I thought since her back is all twisted, we might as well tie her down to the stretcher so she doesn't screw her back up. Nah. Mm. Okay. So now we can talk about the uh, Yukon torpedoes. Oh, goody. Yeah. This thing is oh so good. And it will fuck you up. Didn't you say they had to change the recipe because they stopped making one of the alcohols that goes into One of the mixes, yes. Mm-hmm. Damn. Do you remember what it is specifically? It's a mint liqueur or something like that. Or a mint flavoring. There's like four different things in it. Yeah. And the captain was explaining it to the newbies mm-hmm. and he was being like really sarcastic about it. Like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm mixing this thing for you people. Why are you drinking this? Oh, that's nothing. One of the ingredients which is spiritus, something that I've learned to like. They had like five different bottles of it and they had to kind of unite it together and figure out which one was the strongest. There was one that was 190, 192, 196, you know? But as for the alcohol, there was at least, I have to say about a hundred bottles of booze behind the bar. Did we lose uh, Avalon over there? I'm crying silently. <laughs> it's okay, Avalon. You, you'll be with us next year. Okay. You had me at Spiritus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, just just wait till we tell you what next year's theme is. So, what's next year's theme? Greek and Roman mythology. Toga oh, party. God. Toga now party. I know where I'm gonna pre- uh, premiere my Megara cosplay. <laughs> yes. So we'll get at, to that in a minute, but mm-hmm. uh, so after that party, how many torpedoes ended, did you end up taking? Uh, two. I lost track of mine because I had taken two before. You know, the prior night. This is one of those drinks where you have to wait a half hour before you have another one because that's how much it'll whoop your ass. I didn't actually like. Like I, I definitely felt myself getting drunk the whole, the weekend, but I didn't like, like lose control of myself. I didn't puke. I didn't, you know, end up like curled up in a corner sobbing or anything like that. Uh huh. And I actually woke up at a decent time. I wasn't hungover or anything. Oh, okay. I'm not sure why that happens, but I'm not complaining. Exactly. So after the Barfly party ended, a bunch of people. They- we went to another room and had like another late night party, and that ended out. And they had um. One of the guys, yeah, he he made, um, he had Slurpee booze drinks. Not a single word of that is, I don't like. He was mixing the booze and threw in dry ice to give it that slushy feel, that slushy taste. Nice. Yes. But it was all liquidy, fruity booze. It was good. I think I phrased the way I said that wrong. I meant to say, that sounds so awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, we were up, and we mulled around, and we had an interview with Andrea Finnan, who was Anime Boston's con chair for, like, eight years. So she had a lot of knowledge to drop on us, which was pretty cool. 
And you know, I'm talking to her like via email, like what kind of um, alcohols did she like? She's like, she says, I like fruity stuff. So when I had, when we had stopped off for uh, for alcohol, we had. I looked over and they had bottles of Kinky. So I got one blue, one orange, and then she had this panel, um, like convention cosplay horror stories. So right before the beginning of the panel, I handed her the two bottles. <laughs> and I You're said, a good man. Yes, I know. <laughs> and she was like, where did you get these? I'm like, uh, Mako, our staff for podcaster, Mako-chan, it's very akin to these. So if you like them, They're you can so thank good. her. Yes. You just drink those damn things straight. They're that good. Yeah, you do. So, overall, this is what I have to say about Nauticons. If you go to a lot of conventions and you get kind of overwhelmed with people of all different ages running around doing this and doing that, this is perfect to get to get away. To get away from, you know, at all for like three days to just totally, quote-unquote, detox and rest. <laughs> detox. Yeah. Um, oh, let's not forget about the uh, the meal we had before we left it proper. Oh yeah, we stopped off with with Barfleet for for barbecue. This place is called Russ and Marie's Marconi Beach Barbecue. Yes, they have a giant steam uh, not, not, what was smoker, it? giant smoker in the front of the restaurant. Nice. We were Ooh. able to smell that from like half a mile off yes. when we came up. Mm-hmm. It was put- nice when we had the windows open, like. <laughs> Ooh, someone's burnt. Like someone's like either someone's got their fireplace going or they're cooking something. Yep, cooking good. And they have this sandwich in there. Oh my god! Tell them about the sandwich. Tell me it's, about the sandwich. It's called the Porkinator. What it is is pulled pork, ham slices, bacon, and uh, look at the other thing. I think it was a pulled chicken on a. On this big roll with two giant onion rings topped on it, and it came with fries and all, and uh, baked beans and all that good stuff, and a giant knife down stuck down the middle. It was, the whole thing was as tall was as tall as my arm my uh, arm is long from my elbow to a uh, hand. It was pretty much a cubit in height. Yes. Uh. I posted a picture of that too, so. Yeah, like that thing was a joy to get down, and you had your ribs, uh-huh. obviously. Yeah, it was so good that I ended up having to take some of it home and eat it that night. When I got home that that night too, you had leftovers. Yup. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I had leftovers. That almost never happens. <laughs> I know. Learn oh, yeah, something new happens every day. What can I say? So, overall, I like Nauticons in the aspect of it's a 21 plus convention. One of my main issues, I think a lot of people will kind of agree, it's a tr- it's a schlep to get up there, which I I understand. When you get there, it's not like you're sharing the hotel with other people. You ha- that hotel belongs to the con for that weekend, so you don't have to worry about anything else. Panels are are good. I can't complain about them. I just feel maybe they should be. Maybe call me crazy, 
maybe a little bit more focused on panels and events and a little bit less on the partying and the drinking. The partying and drinking will happen no matter what. Yeah, it's going to. I mean, it's in the friggin' um, uh, con, con guide, but the rooms where the pa- where the parties are going and who's having them. So that's a given. But yeah, next year it's going to be a, it's pretty much going to be one big toga party. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we heard that, DJ and I both slowly turned our heads to look at each other, and we both went on the same path. Yes, Animal, Animal House. House. So, guess who's going to be blue, though, next year? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make up a Delta House sign and put it on our door. <laughs> and I'm thinking that weekend we should just walk around wearing our, our fraternity fraternity sweaters, and then that night just walk around in the togas. Yeah, I definitely have to get the big, a big sweater that has college printed on the front of it. I actually want to construct a hedonism bot to bring, you know? I apologize for nothing. <laughs> that would be pretty mm-hmm. cool. So, I mean, and, and we got to do the spot where uh, you toss me a wide open mouth bottle of Jack, and I just chug the entire thing in like ten seconds. That, I go, thanks. That will I happen. That. And now that I know that they have like HD TVs in the rooms, I might have to bring a a console or. Or if I do bring my laptop, bring like the proper hookup cable so we can like stream shit in the rooms. The internet... So an HDMI, an HDMI cable? HDMI or DV or VJ cable. Uh, I'll say this much: uh, if you got Verizon, you will not have problem with 4G service. If you're on T-Mobile like me, you're gonna have a bit of a bad time. And thank God for Wi-Fi calling. When I was up to at Sprint last year, I really didn't have too much of an issue, but you know. If there was an easier way to get up there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like, dread the trip up there. I mean, it's not like I don't know how to drive or anything. I mean, I actually push my car to get a whole mile and a half, additional mile and a half per gallon mm-hmm. on the way up there because, you know, the superhighway driving on with cruise control on is a lot, a lot safer for your car than the stop-and-go stuff. True. At least with Google Maps, it did cut off, like, what, 20 minutes getting up there and, like, 20 minutes coming back. Yeah, because... Apparently this thing. Apparently my uh, GPS, it will search. It'll search like news reports for uh, like traffic jams or whatnot, and I'll say, mm, "Pardon me." There will be an alert that says, "Hey, I found a path that'll cut about like this much time off your trip. You want to take it?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Mm-hmm. Bless me. Yeah, but you know, a six 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 and a half hour half hour trek. I mean, it's not, it's not something I'm not used to, but, you know, it's just the one thing I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe next year we can uh, get a room for Thursday night as well as Friday and Saturday so uh, so we can uh, get up there before the con and uh, take our time getting there. All right. we could. I don't see a problem with that. I figure Thursday we'll get one of the cheap $69 rooms and then for the rest <laughs> 69. of the... Hey, 69 <laughs> And then, like the rest of the week, we can switch over to the switch over to a room in a party block. So, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind that. Hey, we had to start doing that for PAX. Mm-hmm. And that's further out than PAX is. So, you mean um, distance-wise, or? Yeah, isn't it? No, it's it's getting up to PAX is about four hours. Getting up to uh, Nauticons is closer to six. 
That's what I said. Yeah. If we had to start doing it for PAX, yeah. and PAX is only yeah, four right, hours. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, because with PAX, you know, it's going to be a lot easier than trying to get there early in the morning to get your room and all that shit, you know. But that's mm-hmm. understandable, you know. If, Yeah, but uh, apparently there's a ferry from Boston, but you can't take your car on there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, going all the way up through Cape Cod, through Cape Cod to along Route 6, that's pretty much the only thing you can, you can do. God forbid they ever make that a toll road. I think people will freaking revolt. Got that right. So, I think we've pretty much covered um, Nauticons. We're definitely going next year. It's I believe it's one of those cons. It's going to slowly get better and better. This is something where you really focus on friends, bringing a lot of your own, BYOBing it, you know, and just having a good time. I think maybe I'll pack a smaller second suitcase for all my alcohol and games. Yeah, I like I said, I think I'm only bringing like one cosplay next year, you know, just to, just to chill and have a good. I might even bring two. Hopefully uh-huh. by next year the, the pool will be open because that did take up a lot of our of our good time last year. And it was a bit. Really good way to uh, wake up. Mm. Holy fuck, it's cold. Oh, wow, I'm awake now. <laughs> All right. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, I think we have time for a couple of articles, and then we're going to go into uh, news from Japan in our Skype line. Um, Mako. Yes? Let's talk Doraemon. Yeah, let me... Pull that up quick. Take all the time in the world. I don't want to take all the time in the world. Smart but answer. Yeah, so, um, Doraemon is basically, um, sort of licensed. Uh, well, the first 26 episodes, mm-hmm. um, have been licensed by Disney and will be showing on Disney XD. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is. Um, you know, when anime first came over and, uh, like everything was edited to shit Yes. and they changed all the names and they changed, you know, what people were drinking because obviously Ryoko was drinking sake and, you know, it's tea and it's making her drunk. But... And you got to find it funny when Sasami runs in and just goes, eh, this place smells like tea. Mm-hmm. It's but, what we I call mean, the frothy mugs of water. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even, like, they went beyond that. Um, in Sailor Moon and other anime, they actually flipped the cells so it looked like the characters were driving on the right side of the road just, instead of the left. I can kind of understand that. Um, but it seems that, you know, a- after years of actually just straight up doing dubs with just violence being edited out that they're going to be um, editing quite a bit now mm. for Doraemon. Um, one of the things is um, he's uh, what is this? Um, in Japan he's uh, seen as um, fuck what is that? fish dog or something like that yeah i can't find it but because that's not really popular here and we don't really have that here um he's gonna be nick like he's gonna be called a seal because he doesn't have his ears Ugh. Wow. um 
but like some of the other stuff, uh, the foods that they're eating are going to be changed to make them more American. Um, omelets with rice is now pancakes. The chopsticks have been changed into forks. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, really? It's almost as bad as when he did the edits for E.T., but please continue on. Um, the Japanese yen notes are going to be converted to U.S. dollars. Um, the check marks for tests have been marked, um, had been changed to X's. Um, um, and then an F has been put on there to explain what a zero is. I don't know. But, I mean, a couple of the teachers I've had actually used check marks to denote something's wrong. So that might be a. Yeah, but I mean, some of this stuff, like this one, um, he's got a bandage on his nose in one episode, and he's, you know, playing with a first aid box. They completely removed the first aid box, removed the bandages, and made it a pizza. How the fuck does that work? Good question. Um, There's another one where one of the characters is crying, and they remove his tears. Uh, the big ocular gushers pouring out of his head. Yeah, um, I mean, I can understand. I I can understand changing the signs to make them English, so you know yeah. what you're mm-hmm. talking about. But this one, um, there's a a capsule, a time capsule that they're putting together, and some of the stuff going into the time capsule are different. And like, I'm looking at this, and the original, it looks like a CD and a doll. And now it's a CD and a book. Uh, now you know we I I I shared this, this has on my oh, four kids written all over it. But it's Disney. Mm-hmm. See, I had discussed this on my Facebook, you know, and you know, and my thing is, yeah, I understand this is geared towards children. But at this, I have to agree with some things. I say at the same time, you're kind of stripping the anime of some of its culture, you know? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you can't because a kid's gonna figure out oh, this takes place in Japan, and the kid's gonna figure out that you know, oh, they all eat with forks here. Oh wait, what is this? You know? Yeah, that I don't. Uh, that I don't get. I mean, I can understand changing the money. Mm-hmm. I can understand tweaking. You know some of the different cultural stuff like the test grades and stuff like that. But we have people here from cultures that use chopsticks. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of changing that to forks? Um, I, I mean, th- I, I can understand maybe cutting down on some of the, you know, waterfall crying, but like changing a doll to a book. That makes going no sense. The, and, like, some of the stuff... Um, Maybe you want to tell the girl is smart and that she reads a lot? I don't know. I, I don't get it. And, like, some of the other stuff, um, a lot of food changes. So that there's less sweets um, and more fruits because there's broadcasting standards to promote healthy eating in children's programming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's like... I mean, at at, one, at some points, yeah, I can understand it. You're trying to, you know, bring in stuff that the kids are going to understand. But at other points, it's like, why change so much of, like, this the, the minute details? I mean, what is wrong with a little girl having a doll and putting the doll in a time capsule? 
what is wrong with, you know, the main character having a boo-boo and having to, you know, put a bandage on it? I mean, it's that I, I don't get it. I can only hope that some of the people who were tasked with making these changes, you know, the editors, I can only hope that some of them got so, like, frustrated with how, you know, seemingly nonsensical these are, some of the changes are, and deliberately made them as unappealing and all and blatant to the eyes as possible. Mm-hmm. So, like, kids, maybe kids will be able to look at it and go, wait a minute, that pizza doesn't look right. Or it's, like, extra cartoony or poorly done or not properly shaded. Right. Maybe it'll encourage some curiosity to the show itself, and they'll be able to figure out, oh, wow, this is all changed, and that's all changed? No, that's what... That's a, that happened to me with Pokemon. It, then again, that also led me to find Rika Matsumoto and things like Jam Project, so who knows what can happen. True. So- yeah, and here's here's this thing. Um, Doraemon gets angry when people mistake him for... Um, a Japanese raccoon dog. And since raccoon, yeah. And since raccoon dogs outside of Japan, um, they don't look round and fat like they do in Japanese folklore. Um, they changed into getting mistaken for a seal, which I mean, I I can understand that. I get it. But at the same time, there are so many TV shows out there that are now trying to teach you different languages and about different cultures and Disney puts one of them out I think why why all the changes now one thing uh, Jeff B says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com he says also it's not Disney Japan took the initiative this time hence why they're reanimating a lot to sell in, in America now here's something else now we all remember when One Piece was dubbed by um by four kids. Do you re- <laughs> do, does everyone remember not just like all of the actual animated changes to the series? And you know, everybody blamed four kids for that. Well, here's something Shuisha made those changes. It wasn't four kids. They made those changes to appease the series a lot more. And this is the same thing that Mako said some time ago, like when a comic book gets a movie adaptation or this or that. They make changes to appease the general audience. To be perfectly honest, more more people than more of the general population are going to watch the series or watch this movie than actual fans. And when they discover what's going on, half of those fans are going to go and search out the original source material and start following it from there. So... I mean, I understand, but I get. But to me, some of the edits were just a, were just a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like as I said, I can understand some of the edits, and some of them obviously I don't know the context of what's going on in the show, but mm-hmm. like, r- really, to to change some of the cultural stuff. And, you know, it's almost like, oh, yeah, there's nobody in this culture here that, you know, will will understand or, you know, get some sort of, oh, hey, you know, that reminds me of my family. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you, you can 
keep some of that stuff in there because, I mean, the whole thing of, you know, quote unquote, America, the melting pot and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just, you know, keep some of that cultural stuff in there and, you know, even put some of the, uh, put explanations or something. Don't just say, oh yeah, we're going to make this so, you know, all these kids just, you know, understand it. It's like, no, it's a TV show and they should be learning from it too. You're putting in, you know, you're changing all of this stuff so they, you know, have the healthy eating habits and all Mm -hmm. of that. Well, explain the culture to them. There are enough TV shows out there for little kids that explain cultural differences. So I don't understand why this one couldn't be. Well, you like, know. like case point, there's another Disney cartoon that did that. Like, Nihao Kailan, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that only lasted like, what, one season or two? But it was no, still I think it's I, I think still it's, going? I think it's still on, oh, yeah. Okay. It's just on one of the, you know... It's not on the main Disney channel. It's on one of the smaller ones. Gotcha. All right. Um, let's see. What, what am I looking at here? I, damn it. Um, let's see. Let me grab this real quick. I went ahead and moved something around. So now that we got that out of the way, I think we have time for our open forum topic and one quick uh, wrap-up article, uh, potpourri article, then we're going to go into news from Japan and wrap it up because as you can see, time flies like a mofo around here. Yeah, anytime we have a convention show, it always goes long. Yeah, it does. So let's go ahead, discuss our open forum topic question. I should start putting of the week up there, but... I didn't get many answers for that, so we can probably do a quick round robin for this. This week's open forum topic is, what is the one convention you'd recommend people to go to and why? I mean, we all go to so many conventions and you hear us talk about the pluses and the minuses, but on the same token, we also tell you, like, this convention is like our absolute favorite. You've got to go to this one or you've got to go to that one, you know? So... I mean, I think personally, I do, I did have one that was like, that was my favorite, but on the same token, it's not my favorite anymore, it's only because I haven't been to that convention in a while, so, and I've heard some, there's been a lot of changes going on, and people tell me, don't even bother going back to that, so I would have to go to something different. So, we have two um, answers here, from... Saya from Last Chance Me You and Kinmoka Revolution. We love those ladies. She says, Denver Comic Con. It is incredibly well organized. It has things for people of all ages. Everyone is friendly. There is lots to do and see and the location is great for some after hours fun as well. Really, it's one of the best conventions I've been in my 12 year run. Candy Jam says, I'd say Kineticon. It's so welcoming and friendly. Plenty of, these, plenty of things for everyone with the multi-green tag. Sure, it has issues like with the cosplay contest, but it's nothing to bash on, just bad rulings and all. Gaming area is like a mini arcade full of anything and everything, and she loves to set up an alley and the dealers in the same room. Because I remember going there a couple of times, it's like, it's like, think of it as how Anime Next has their dealers room, an artist alley, but it's like one area, and it's about 2.5 the size of that. 
and then they have another section quarter with the game game area and they had a couple of uh, DDR machines the year I went which was pretty cool so I will have to say you know personally um my number one convention I recommend people go to if you didn't hear our podcast about this a couple of weeks ago it would have to be Zenkai Con it's one of those cons where it's like it's anime sci-fi everything it gets bigger every year, but it goes at a rate where, you know, every, time, every year you go to the family reunion, and you notice there are more people from last year, but you pretty much know everyone. It's just... To me, it just feels like it's just laid back like that. It's just that... It was that... It's like that perfect cool-down convention in between everything, you know? It doesn't take itself too seriously, but seriously enough where, you know, you love what they do and how creative they can be. So definitely, you know, that's definitely it for me. Alright, um, anybody else want to recommend, like, what their, their number one convention would tell people to go to? Well, I would say Nauticon, but explain why, but we just spent most of the podcast talking about it, so, mm. uh... <laughs> That's it for me. Mm-hmm. Mako? Well, I was, I was going to say Zenkai Con, mm-hmm. but since you took Zenkai Con, I'll say PAX East. There you go. And what about you, Avalon? Oh, gosh, that's kind of, that's hard for me, just because I don't really have too many, um, too many conventions under my belt, but I guess if I would have to pick one. Um... Pick one that... I would... I, I would oh, say God, pick, I would this say, is hard. I would say pick one where you really had some great memories from. Um, I mean, the best memories definitely came from Otakon mm-hmm. because in a way it helped me, like it helped solidify a lot of friendships that I have to say these days are like, they are what my life is revolving around. But mm-hmm. also, um, I don't know because I want to, it's, I'm a cross between Katsukon and Otakon. The only problem is I can't stand crowding that severe and yeah. at both conventions, they're that severe. So if I had to pick one, I guess it would be Katsukon, but only because I can't stand humidity. But also in the same token, yes, Katsukon has those crowds, but the way the hotel's laid out, the crowds, it happens and then it just whoosh, spreads out. Yeah, true. Plus, mm. Otakon don't have no gazebo. Yes. Fuck the gazebo. The gazebo is overrated. There is talk of the gazebo. You're overrated. There is talk of the gazebo being a guest at DerpyCon this year. <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> I hate it. At the very least, in a couple years, Otakon will move out of Baltimore into D.C., so they'll have a larger venue. So it's, well, the, that's, that's the crowds won't be as bad. Yeah, that's when I'm going back to Otakon 2017, baby. Okay, now we're going to go ahead and open up the Skype line. We do not have a 1-800 number. You can Skype us at Anime Jam Session. If you want to talk about a couple of the articles we've talked about today, reviews, or something from a prior episode, if you want to just throw something out of the way, go for it. Just remember, due to time constraints, you have about four or five minutes tops. Something along that time. And if we go into the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, GZDRforev says... The New York Auto Show. Jeff B uh, says um, he he goes with AX and SakuraCon. Um, he says Otakon is on his bucket list, and to follow up with what Avalon said, Oda Gazebo. And Ari's <laughs> ready to fight over that. <laughs> Fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. 
I will jump on that gazebo from 20 stories up and just go, surprise, motherfucker, as, it, as I stomp it into oblivion. Are you sure you're not going to be shouting, surprise, motherfucker? Some fries, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, no, I'll, no, I'll no, I'll no. Stop, I'll stop, so disguise, motherfucker. I'll stop when I think so and number 100 will pop up over it for a second. No. Don't make me laugh, No, I, no I, I'm going, no, no, no. What's going to happen is, I, 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 I'm, I'm going, I'm going to jump on it, and you're going to hear, doing, 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 da -na 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 -na, one up as I, after <laughs> I hit, after I hit it for the last time. Okay, we already have our call in. You are live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? Candy Jam. Hey, Candy Jam. What's hey, Candy up? Candy Jam. Hey. Hi. Um, first of all, I was actually kind of curious. Did you guys ever find out anything more about that Grell cosplayer that was supposedly attacked at her at their school? Um, kind of, sorta. We didn't bring that up because of everything that we were discussing the next this past couple of weeks. But we are going to kind of touch on that next week. I. Long story short, everyone is pointing out that it was faked. Because evidently, the new trend is making up stories on Tumblr just for noting and reblogging. Oh, shoot. Because I reblogged and I felt really bad. Because I've known people who've been attacked because they did like anime and manga and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, well, I could see that happening, especially here. Mm -hmm. um, and that makes me kind of sad. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of ask about it. Because I was like, because um, it kind of like vanished and I couldn't find their blog again. I was kind of like, uh-oh. Trust me, nothing yeah. is gone forever from the internet. Nothing is gone. Yeah. Um, also, I was actually kind of curious how you guys uh, felt about, um, oh, what was it? Now my brain is being, oh, um, I was actually curious what you guys felt about, um, uh, there was this uh, person I uh, about people um, giving um, photography away for um, like space or in place of their tickets for like cons and whatnot. I've been noticing kind of a trend like on my Facebook where like certain pages I'll I've liked and whatnot. They'll actually be saying, "Oh hey guys, if you f let me stay at your hotel, if you let me like uh, if you fund my ticket, I'll give um, you this. I'll give you like a free photo shoot. I'll do your wigs and stuff like that." And I was kind of wondering what you guys felt about stuff like that. I haven't heard about anything. Like I've that never heard about that. I've, I've actually heard about it. this, so maybe I can weigh in. Go for it. I mean, um, again, it kind of. I mean, so you're saying that they're offering, I guess, like photo shoots for like space in a hotel. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like photo shoots or like wig styling or like free cosplay. And like, I was kind of like, well, I feel like that's douchey. Well, I mean, it kind of depends on um, a person's... It's, it kind of goes back to the whole, uh, I guess, GoFundMe and Kickstarter things where really it depends on how valuable a person sees this exchange of goods and services. I, for one, don't believe that spending several hundred dollars is the equivalent of one photo shoot. I mean, maybe, I guess, um, it would be like, oh, offer me... Uh, a hotel room and then maybe I'll uh, shoot you at a bunch of different conventions but I mean I guess for one definitely not worth it wig styling no cosplay depends on the amount of labor and the cost of materials that go into it but really it just depends I guess like on how desperate people are because some people will be like yeah I'm into this and other people won't but for me um, I'm sorry it's just it's it's not worth it 
Yeah, a lot of them it was just like one photo shoot or like maybe a few wigs or just like, you know, minuscule things. And I was kind of like, guys, that's kind of really shitty of you to do. It It is. Now, personally, now, I, I'm i not down for that. I am, but I'm not. Let's say I, I got a room and everybody on the call is in my room for this convention and you, Candy Jam, you asked me if I have crash space. And I'm like, yes, let's say your share for the weekend is going to be about... 60 bucks. Now, if you come to me saying, all I have is $40, but I have three bottles of alcohol, you're in. You're paying in trade. Something like that, I'm Tra- okay or, with. Trade or uh, merchandise, because, which everyone is going to use. Because the fact of the matter remains is is that if you're bringing like $30 worth of booze, and when we get to the con, I'm going to go out and buy $30 of booze, I might as well put that $30 towards the room anyway, so... Something like that, I think, is okay. If you're bringing so much food and drink for everybody, you know, I say on that, on that, your share of the room shouldn't be as high because you're bringing in extra stuff. That I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I, I think I it'll... I completely understand. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring it to you guys because I noticed it was kind of started to be a trend, and I was kind of like, well, I want to see what they think about it. Mm-hmm. I think it all really depends. I mean... There are some wigs out there that take an immense amount of time to style. Um, Usagi wigs, for one. Just to get everything correct. Just to get everything, you know, that it's not a tangled piece of shit. So if somebody said, hey, look, I'll give you one of these for, you know, a night or two in a hotel. That, I mean, it would depend on how many other people were in the hotel. If it was just me and this person giving me a wig, probably not. But if it was like four of us and this person was willing to be on the floor, I'd be, yeah, sure. Hmm. Um, and like, but again, it's just like, it, it would all depend. Is it, you know, is it one night? Is it the whole weekend? Um, are they looking to, you know... Bogart one of the one of the beds do they care if they're on the floor you know I it it really all depends on you know exactly what is going on because I mean Rama packs you know six seven people in a room sometimes so if somebody's you know oh hey yeah I'll give you a wig for this it's like all right so seven people sharing one room you're only paying you know like eighty dollars What's the wig, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that, that it, it, it all sense. really depends. Yeah, My no, issue I, I, more... I agree. Like, um, I was just saying that most of, like, the stuff that they were offering was very minuscule, though. Like, oh, I'll style, like, the... I'll, like, do, like, spikes on your wig or something. No. Not, nothing huge. Yeah, that's, they were just yeah, trying that's, to get that that's, free room. That's and it was cool. like, guys, if you're going to do it, Someone wasn't getting their money's worth, in other words. Mm. See, my issue um, really lastly, isn't even um, that. I, Oh, I'm sorry? My issue isn't even, you know, you know, trade in the room. It's, oh, yeah, you know, I've never met this person before. Can I room with you? And then I have to worry about all the crap that I'm leaving in the room with this potential stranger. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. Yeah. Um. Lastly, I just would like to uh, tell everybody that um, Candy Jam Cosplay is now Candy Co. Cosplay. Um, we have a new candy. 
Uh, her name is Candy Shell. She's a very dear friend of mine from Las Vegas. And um, if anybody wants to come by to the page and say hi to her, that'd be awesome. And also, please be sure to attend the annual picnic in the Boston Commons. There's a raffle if you bring food. I'm the food manager. And if you bring food, you're entered for a free print of Coordinator Cosplay. That's awesome. Awesome. Fun. Alrighty, bye guys. Alright, later. Bye. bye. That was pretty cool. Now let's go ahead and continue with the uh there we go. News from Japan. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go. It's all you. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Mm. Why sure? am I out of boost? Are you sure I shouldn't take it because I, I got it, alright. Okay, have fun. And next week's episode will be Attack on Liquor Store. <laughs> <laughs> Taxi driver held for drugging women with diuretics. A Japanese taxi driver in Tokyo who got a sexual thrill out of watching women desperate to urinate has been arrested for allegedly feeding passengers snacks laced with diuretics. Toshihiko Nishi, aged 41, lured women into long rides in his cab in at least one case by offering a half-price fare and then plied them with crackers covered in a substance that would make them want to go to the toilet. God damn it, Japan. Police who <laughs> raided the man's home told AFP they found videos that Nishi said were from a security camera inside the cab and showed around 50 women wetting themselves on his back seat. Uh... Uh-huh. One alleged victim told police she had got into Nishi's taxi in Osaka in October last year and had been given a small paper cup containing water biscuits. A short time after eating the snack, she began to need the toilet, but when she told the driver to let her out of the car so she could relieve herself, he refused and said pass back an absorbent sheet on which he encouraged her to urinate. I, get, I got excited by watching women try to withstand the urge to urinate, the driver told investigators, adding that he had bought diuretics through the internet and crushed them to mix with crackers. Nishi has been arrested on suspicion of committing a lewd act. Well, no what? shit, idiot! <laughs> what the actual fuck? I never heard of a cab driver offering you snacks. Really? That's what you're hung up on here? Really? <laughs> Always thinking about food, Ronma. Always thinking about food. To quote Ron Missal Tomei, for Ron will have OAV. Um, I can't remember the episode, but this is the episode where Akane was trying to cook. Hey, I'm a growing boy here. What do you expect? <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, spoiler alert. The same guy is the friggin' doctor from Night Shift Nurses. Hey yo. Oh God, can you imagine? <laughs> No, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Too late, too late. Fuck my life. I hey, see that's your own damn fault. I know, personal problems. It's okay, we still love you. Yay. Who wants to go next? I'll take it. Go for it. Police make first arrest over 3D printer guns. Finally, something oh. normal sounding. A Japanese man suspected of possessing guns made with a 3D printer has been arrested, reports say th Thursday, in what is said to be the country's first such decision. Officers raided the home of Yoshi Yoshitomo Imura, a 27-year-old college employee, confiscated five weapons, two of which had the potential to fire lethal bullets, broadcaster NHK said. They also recovered th a 3D printer from the home from a home in Kawasaki Kanagawa Prefecture, but did not find any. any any ammunition for the guns, GG Press reported. 
It is the first time Japan's firearm control has been applied to the possession of guns produced by 3D printers. The police investigation began after the suspect allegedly posted video footage on the internet showing him shooting the guns, the, Mani the Minichi Shibuya said on its website. Officers suspect that he downloaded the blueprints for making the guns with 3D printers from websites hosted overseas. The Daily said that the suspect largely admitted, to, admitted the allegation, saying, It is true that I make them, but I did not think it was illegal. Hmm. Yeah, this is kind of a gray area nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because 3D printers are only kind of sort of a thing now. And the fact that people are printing... are quote-unquote printing weirder and weirder stuff with them you just imagine something like this would pop up and well, honestly yeah, but the picture in the article on. see but that's been talked about for a while so I'm not really surprised by that you know the picture my in the article the guns is, look like nerf toys yeah my whole thing is in Japan there's very very strict gun rules so why he would think printing one would you know Maybe okay, he thought he could okay. step over the system. Mm. Mm. That's the only thing I can think of. Probably saw all the laws and shit he had to go through and like, fuck all that noise. I mean, I can kind of understand where he's coming from about the gun laws because you think it's a plastic gun. I mean, I can kind of see that. You know, and the last thing I heard about 3D printing was like, I think it was Capcom. One of the prizes was like, for the masquerade skit was that you get a 3D printing of your cosplay of you and your cosplay or something like that a friend of mine posted it and I was like okay but moving right along uh, Mako might want to take this mm. one well that's she's up sure it's up to you if you want to that's cool well I don't care but I already took a I already took the article alright then I'll take this one Single so I thought you were the bigger fan of it. Mm, no, I think out of everybody here, the biggest fan would be um Avalon. I don't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Just let it go. I don't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. Just remember, when, when you're Ryoka with your scissor sword, kill them all. Kill them all. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. Read the article, damn it. Okay. Sing along by Frozen audiences get mixed results in Japan. Disney's Frozen is a big hit in Japan, where it's known as Anna and the Snow Queen. It's not a, such a big surprise that Japan's always had a soft spot for Disney and stories about the power of friendship and family. Wait, we're surely not talking about MLP here, but... um, And the film's lack of dramatic, showy romance also fits in nicely with Japanese narrative sensibilities. So when Disney decided to do the sing-along version of it, you'd think that they would love this. The problem is that Japan doesn't appreciate Frozen's immensely catchy songs. The film was theatrically released in both subtitled and dubbed <laughs> versions, with esteemed actress and vocalist Takao Matsu providing the voice for Elsa. There's even a deluxe release of the soundtrack that includes both the Japanese and English versions of the songs, and that's something that Mako's going to be looking for soon, if she hasn't looked yeah, at it. Yeah, I, I need to get this, uh, I need to get the soundtrack in Japanese. Because reasons? Yeah, I, I like collecting Japanese Disney music. Alright. Long story short, it didn't go over as well as everybody thought it would, you know? One person goes, 
one person goes, man, I listened to the soundtrack so many times to get ready for this, but nobody around me was singing. Quit munching on your popcorn and sing already. I got it. The issue is that, yes, the Japanese love karaoke. They sing in small rooms, not in big public places like this, you know? It's out of the norm for them. That's what it is. Um, what is the norm? Uh, you know how we go to karaoke rooms here and sing our asses off? Um, again, it's Japan. What is the norm? Oh, what right. What is norm? What is norm? What is what norm? Is norm? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's just, it's, the whole thing is it's not done. Mm-hmm. You don't, the norm for Japan is being as, you know, normal as possible. And, you know, walking around in cosplay, walking around in Lolita wear, walking around like that, unless you're in a cafe or something like that, you, by at least the older generation, you are looked down upon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, when you're going to the movies and you've got a mixed audience that is going to be little kids and adults and everything in between... The issue is the adults are going to shush you uh-huh. because they aren't used to this whole concept of, you know, singing in public and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Whereas we go and obviously, you know, we're used to the whole sing along thing and having a full movie saying, oh, yeah, it's sing along. You're going to have a bunch of kids. You're going to have a bunch of adults singing along. Just for the record, I even thought it was kind of odd that they re-released it as a sing-along version in the States, you know? I was like, really? Okay, you know? Hey. As, catchy as, it, as catchy as it was, I mean, it's an odd thing to do, but I'm not surprised that they're trying to milk as much money from it as possible. It had to be. Look how fast it hit DVD. Mm-hmm. Usually when movies hit DVD pretty quick, that means the movie tanked out. Yeah. No, this it's still in theaters. What? It is uh, on really? DVD and it is still in theaters. Are you serious? I am okay. serious. Oh, it's wait. not a bunch of theaters, but there are still theaters in the U.S. where you can see Frozen. Hold on. I, thought, I haven't actually seen it yet. So I haven't seen it that. either. I want to catch it on streaming, you know. I I rented the DVD from Redbox. Hmm. They actually had one local to me, so I picked it up one night and... I mean, it's good. It's cute. It's, I mean, it's an adorable movie, but it's hyped to shit. But I can see why everybody loves the movie. Yeah, there is a theater, Sign Mart Cinemas, which I'm, I'm trying to find the location of, of this place. Yeah, there's a theater up in Queens that's showing it. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm going to Queens. Of course you would. Even though I already own the DVD and the soundtrack, and yeah, yeah I mean How they are making. The tracks will come out for it. Uh. As if the musical parodies aren't enough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Avalon. Um, I mean, yeah, they're. Theater three thousand. Hey, uh, Avalon. No. How far are you from Poughkeepsie? 30 minutes. There's a theater playing it. Oh, okay. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
if it makes you feel any better, is a one thirty. No, that was today. I'm going to. I guess for tomorrow is going to be one thirty four p.m. and six forty five. Oh well, I get out of work at uh, four thirty. So, uh, bam. Oh wow. I've got a problem. Okay. The first step is admitting to the fact that you have a problem. Yeah, the second step is giving myself up to a higher power. Excuse me, I have skills in my mouth. But I'm not going to do that either. Because I do what I want. Okay, Cartman. You ever heard of Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yep. Duh. The guys who did that did this this site called Rift Tracks where they make audio files that you play with the, the movie like on a different source as you're watching the movie. And they're pretty much doing the same thing, riffing on it, making fun of it. I'm just wondering when they'll have the one for Frozen up. Hmm. Oh, God. They've done Disney movies before. Oh, God. Okay, okay. But, yeah, they're they're making bank on Frozen. Yes. Because people are still going to see it in the theaters, even though they have DVDs and Blu-rays and the soundtracks. And the TV show. Mm-hmm. Wait, there's a TV show? Fuck it. I'm 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 in I'm invoking the black claws on this one because if you don't know by now, once upon a time, or what they need to call it, uh, Disney Princesses the series. Oh right, right, right. Yes, they they brought that. in Elsa into the series in, into it. Goody. Yeah, that show has just jumped the ice shark. <laughs> ice shark. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, by the time Comic Con rolls around, there's going to be Disney. There's going to be Disney Elsa cosplay, and there's going to be Once Upon a Time Elsa cosplay. Okay. This Halloween is going to suck. It really is. I'm skipping. No, Halloween. no. What? I work for a party store. We can't even get in all of the party supplies because the companies that sell the stuff are selling out so quickly. So we've gotten the plates, the cups, the napkins. We've had to go to, like, secondary and bootleg shit just to get, you know, party favors. I don't even want to know how hard and difficult it's going to be to get costumes for Halloween. You you know, Marco, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be one Elsa costume left. You're going to find two soccer moms fighting each other in aisle five, and you're just going to stand there and watch. Welcome to America. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I your, can't... Your smartphone. Just the amount of people that are going to come in the week before Halloween and think that they're going to be able to get an Elsa costume. It's going <laughs> to be ridiculous. And as, you know what I want to see? What? You put up a big sign that says, Sorry, we do not have Elsa costumes. You know, right there on the door so they see it. And they walk right into the store, right past it, and ask where the mm-hmm. Elsa costumes are. That always happens. doesn't matter what type of... That always happens. Because you got that People one part... are already asking for them. Well, shit, <sighs> if that was me, if that was me I'd, I'd order them and be like, start pre-ordering shit. But as Pat says, I think it's going to be a great Halloween for all the Sunday lovers out there. Jeff B goes, wait till someone starts Frozen Con. Wait, that was Katsukon. All the Elsa cosplayers got the stink eye that weekend, okay? <laughs> and as Avalon says, my name is Avalon, and I'm a slut for Frozen. I'm not even going to touch that with a 30-put ice pole. Nope, 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 nope. And as Actef goes, once upon a Frozen, and let it froze. Oh, God. 
Mm. Ranma. Yes. Do you want to build a snowman? Get out! (laughs) (laughs) Marco, listen here, you little shit. All right, all right, all right, all right. Do you want to build a Death Star? Do you want to kill a planet? Do you want to sign a contract? (laughs) Freeze them all. Freeze them all. Oh, man. Let it grow. Shut up. I need more booze. I don't want to hear that again. Fucking Rita Repulsa. Drink it all, drink it all. I want my whiskey. You know, here's Please the pass the rum here. I would drink it all, but my house is dry. We went over this. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "cricket." Yeah. You're gonna like put your hand through a wall. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold it. Do you have mouthwash? At DJ. <laughs> what? It's a legitimate question. No. Don't even joke about that. Be right back. I'm going to the bathroom. Stop her! <laughs> oh, God damn it. I don't have a problem. <laughs> can we go to a break so I can cry in peace?
I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, you hear this? I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah, because the sound of throwing a towel against a wall wouldn't have been uh, as... Like a little... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you like the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Send us your praises, your love, hates, flames, planes, trains, automobiles, what you like, what you don't like. We'll listen to them. <laughs> 
Remember, we will believe you. Uh, definitely check out the website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, Koi has an article up with Cosplayer Arlette, so definitely give that a good read. And last week's episode will be up tomorrow, so don't worry about that. But for some reason... You have to post my stuff, too. Yes, I will. That'll probably be going up Thursday. Um, Mako-chan's PAX East uh, 2014 review, and my Zenkai review will be up late next week, and along with the review of Sakura Matsuri. But for some reason, you can't get to our website through the filters. There are other ways you can listen to our show. Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. And as Jeff B. says in the chat room, we broke Ronma, and it was Tuesday. And he goes, do you want to kill M. Bison? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Avalon, do you know this person in the chat? <laughs> Sounds like you do. <laughs> we are beating this meme to death, aren't we? <laughs> oh, God. You can't beat this meme to death for what it is. You can't. Let's break out the shotgun, then. Mm. And it still comes back to life. You want to shoot a zombie? <laughs> Guys. The, the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Guys. <laughs> what have I done? Did anybody, like, scroll up in the chat and see, Hey, Avalon, do you want to contract herpes? Yes. I hate him so much. <laughs> is that your best friend in the whole wide world? Yes, that is my best friend. And Pat, if you're listening to this, please, please go play in traffic and not Frogger. Just please go play in traffic and get hit by a car. You bitch. <laughs> Dude. No, 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 no. He no. deserves it. <laughs> no, 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 no. When we have the annual retreat at Q by the Sea, by the time me and Mako are done riffing on each other... Her best friend is going to be a saint compared to the shit that's going to come out of my mouth. We would, Me and Pat would both disagree with you on that. You don't know how we riff on each other. I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's just say I'm the only one that's allowed to make fat jokes. Okay, wait until Oticon. <laughs> I'm not going to Oticon. Okay, fine, bitch. Wait until you're at Comic-Con. I'm not going to Comic-Con. Well, fuck you. Later. But anywho, you walked into that one. Uh, Wait, he says I slapped her in front of her father. He did. Oh no 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 no. Oh no. Uh -oh. He did. No. Oh no no. Shit. You guys. You guys. It was it was a pat. It wasn't like an actual hard smack. No, he like pats no. me on the face. My mother and Ranma team up on me. Yup. Oh, it's okay because Pat and my father teamed up on me. I think my dad was just like, well, what did you do to make him hit you? And I was like, really? <laughs> and here I thought my family is fucked up. The power of testosterone in my house is too damn high! <laughs> so what does that say about your mother, Mako? The power of testosterone in my house is too damn high. Hey, yo! Just remember, only only one of us is stoned, okay? The rest of us is on a natural high. And Avalon, why you? Because it was your turn. Okay, can we, you <laughs> yes, know, get yeah. back on the track? Yes. 
check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. Um, I, I know they have updated lately, but I'm trying to get some more videos up. I have one hell of a backlog, and I'm working on it as fast as I can. We're also on YouTube. You can find me at youtube.com slash djronmess. Ari is at Ari22682. Mako is Jupe Luna. And Avalon is Avalon Cosplay. Find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash session. Follow us here so you know when our show begins, when the podcast goes up, what cons we're going to, and other cool stuff we'll retweet and send along. Um, we're also on on Twitter. You can find me at uh, twitter.com slash djronmess. Just remember, don't be a dick on my Twitter or I will block you because I had to do that earlier today. Uh, Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako is at Jovidea. And Avalon is at Avalon Cosplay. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Just thank you. I can't thank you all enough for liking the page. As long as, we, as, long as you like the page. The photos, the comments, the videos, articles, everything. We'll just keep adding more stuff because that's what we're here for. We're here to... We go to the cons, you live vicariously through us, you like us, and we keep moving along. It's how we roll. But we're also on Facebook, so if you want to follow our random musings, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess or that mess guy. Mako is Mako-chan, Mako-chan, or Makoto Mako-chan Kino. Ari is over at Ari Rockefeller, and Mako, no, Avalon's over at Avalon Koss. God, I, I, I can't believe tonight. It's like we started out kind of dull, then it went up, and then we just went flying down the goddamn hill and almost slammed into a tree like Sonny Bono. Hey, Ranma. What? Dude. You want some crackers? And then to get into this taxi? <laughs> Say what? I said you want some crackers and then to get into this taxi? <laughs> no, no, save the crackers for the next time we have to take a long road trip. Mm, so... Wait, when did I hit you in front of your mother, Mako? You've done that quite often. I'm usually kicking you in your ass, not, you know... Note to self, never have Ronman pat me. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if one of us has um has a pitchfork or some rope. He would probably have rope. <laughs> a freak. Hey, there's nothing wrong with having... Well, never mind. I shouldn't be talking. Shush, shush! <laughs> <sighs> Ronma, are you making hanging jokes again? It depends... Oh. Depends You're saving all that rope from those trees, right? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I cannot confirm nor deny. Mm-hmm. I think somebody needs to go and hang your ass. Oh, hey, if you want to make the trip up here and try, be my guest. Nah, I'm too stoned. Of course you are. Ask me in about uh two hours. Wee! I'll be asleep by then. Nah, she'll be reading her smut. Nah. Alright, okay, okay. Last words, we'll start it off with the stoner bitch, Mako. I'm hungry and I need to go and try and find food. I didn't know you were that type of stoned. I'm not that type of stoned. I just didn't have dinner. Okay, so you don't want no you don't want any Doritos or Fago then, huh? Does Fago she look is like gross. a chuckalo? What the hell? <laughs> 
No. Fago? Really? I like Fago. No, 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 no. Fago is good. You know what's nasty? Moxie. That shit is nasty. We don't talk about. You know, I think I I still have some Fago in my fridge. You do realize after you said that you hear and you open a door that that's Avalon wanting to know how much Fago you have left. It's old though. It's got to be almost a year old. Check the expiration date. Well, it's all open. I think mm. actually, I think I might have tossed it. The well, last that's, time probably, I that's probably flat as fuck. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Ari, last words. You know, I don't even know, care what happens on the internet today because there was an epi- a new episode of Epic Mealtime and a new episode of Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Okay. Avalon. Um, after this podcast, I think I'm going to either go and lie down or I'm going to drive up to Boston and kick Pat's ass. <laughs> My last words. I wonder if they're going to do another episode of Hover Ball Z with uh, JGta and Solange 18. Oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one that made the damn video, okay? That's still terrible. Oh, is that like he's a prince of all saying rappers, so... That definitely he is not the prince of. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't care what anyone says. He took the ass whooping like a man, okay? But anywho... Uh, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. We will be talking about MCon, if I make it out there this weekend, and CloverCon, which I will be out there, or else I'm going to have to be ducking buckshots at my head. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, there will be new episodes up until June 17th. There will be no new episode that night, because that is my graduation ceremony from college. I will be putting on a best of. Um, I will be putting on the Zenkai podcast, so that's what I'll save it. I'll save it that podcast for that week, so definitely. Um, and that's it. Avalon, thanks for showing up as always. Um, at least you figured out the locks on the door this time. Uh, wait, wait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Great night. Great. Good fight. Great night. I'm out. I'm... Shit. Now, the fact that she's stoned is rubbing off on me, so I'm gonna try that again. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. I'm not stoned. (laughs) Okay. Great... Good fight. Great night. See you next week. See you later, everybody. Night. Good night, everyone. Say good night, Avalon. Good night, Avalon. Oh, gosh, she almost sounds like a chick from Monsters, Inc. (laughs) This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it.
For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeGemSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!